Okay, Hanover, we I think are at the very top of the Alpha Mel. Does that sound right? Got to the very end of the Alpha Mel. End of the Alpha Mel. We were talking about the different uh, kings who ruled the entire Kippah, right? The whole world, basically. We said Achav, Achashverosh, Mulchanetzar. We go down the bet. So we see a Siman. The Siman is usually a mnemonic device. Shin Samach Reish Kaf. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, it's going to be the di- four different kings that the Gemara is going to suggest who also perhaps have ruled over this whole uh, area. And the Gemara says exactly this, that, that to start. But two Leka, and there's no more. There aren't any other kings who ruled over the whole world. But there's Malchute. He didn't complete his kingdom, Rashi says. Notice here, Rashi is on both sides of the, uh, of the Gemara here, because there's no Tosot. Okay. Sharini uh, Trad. This is the version of the, the Gemara has this idea that Shlomo didn't like finish out his uh, his life as the king. So Gemara says, "Well, great." This works well according to the opinion that says first he was the king and then he was a hediot. He was a regular person after that. that he was a king and then a regular person. Then he came back to being the king again. Michael, remember what are you going to say about that? Apparently, he uh, he did rule over the whole world. The Gemara says. Uh, Shlomo built Achriti Havibe. There was another issue with Shlomo. Shamalach Ahal Yonim Velat Achtonim. It's not that, don't, min, don't take this by Shlomo that he's, we're minimizing him, that we don't include him in the, in the list of people who ruled over the whole world. It's that Shlomo has another element that he ruled over the upper realms and the lower realms. Shlamar Vayeshiv Shlomo Al Kisei Hashem. That he, uh, he Shlomo sat on the throne of God. Now, certainly in the simple Peshat of that means symbolically, right? The throne of the, over the Jewish people is the throne that Hashem has appointed them to. But the idea there is that he rules over the upper and lower realms, so then we're not going to minimize, you know, and like insult him by saying, oh, he ruled over the whole world. Congratulations. When he rules also over the upper realms as well. Okay, so that's, that's Shlomo. And by the way, that's the Shin in the Siman, right? Shin, Shlomo. So, Samach now. There was some Chayruv, right? The king of Ashur, the Assyrian king, right? The, uh, who uh, conquers uh, most of the world. Right? Uh, says by himself, right? Who among all the uh, gods of the lands who have, uh, have saved their land from me? Meaning, uh, I, I rule over everybody. <laughs> and there's no, there's no one land I didn't conquer. Gemara says, uh, not so fast. Ha'ika Yerushalayim, There is Yerushalayim. He was not able to, to conquer Yerushalayim. And therefore, uh, he does not count as one of these people either. Gemara says, Ve'ika Dar Yavish. There's Darius, uh, the king of Persia. That's the Dalim here in our uh, mnemonic. All right. Dichtib Dar Yavish Malka, Katav Lachol Amamaya Umaya Velishna, Didairim Bechol Ara, Shlam Chunyaske. So the Yavish, the king, this is Daniel, written in Aramaic here. He wrote to every uh, nation and, uh, I don't know, Am, Uma, and Lashon. That's all, you know, language and, uh, and, and people uh, that live in the whole world. Shalom uh, Chomyaske, your, your, uh, your peace should go up. Meaning everything should be great. The point is that he is ruling over everybody. He writes to every single nation in the world. Where it says, no, there were seven at least that he did not rule over. How do we know that? It says also in Daniel, it says it was good before Daryavish and he established a kingdom of Achashtarpanim. Achashtarpanim are like the ministers over these provinces. How many provinces or how many of these ministers? 120. But we know from the Megillah how many provinces are there, how many countries are there. There's 127. So I guess there were seven. They didn't rule over, so fell a little bit short. Dayabish falls a little bit short. And finally, we have Ika Koresh. Koresh, the famous Cyrus. That's the final cuff in our Siman. And he says, He says, All the, all the nations of the world uh, Hashem gave me. 
So Gavari says, yeah, great. Very nice to say that, but Hatam Ishtabuchi Hudik Mishtabuch Navshay. Yeah, he's praising himself. Right, giving your own testimony. I rule the whole world. Uh, that's very nice, but it doesn't, that's not, that's not an objective uh, assessment of what you ruled, and therefore we're, we'll stick to R3 and not these other, uh, these other examples. Fantastic. Moving along to the next uh, quote from Masechet Megillah. It says, "Byamim ahim keshevet hamelech." It says, "In those days when the king sat on the throne, uchtiba train." It says, "After that, bishnat shalosh lemalchon, the third year of his ruling of his kingdom." Amarava, whatever says, "My keshevet." What does it mean, keshevet? When he sat, what is it telling us about? What's the set the sitting, the settling? So his mind became settled. What does he say? Like what his mind was settled. So now we'll tell a little story about gonna be a lot of calculations now with years. It's all gonna be about the idea that the time of the Jews exile and uh, when their predicted return to Israel was over. And based on that, there's a certain self-confidence that there's no long no, no more no more uh, no more opportunity for B'nai Israel to return. And that gives a sense of uh, security to uh, to Achashverosh. He doesn't have to worry about these people. So he says like this. Amar, he said, Belshazzar, Belshazzar, who's a previous uh, king, he calculated, meaning he calculated the 70 years of exile, and he was mistaken. I calculate, and I'm not making a mistake. My, he, what are we talking about? Because it says as follows. It says when, I, when uh, the 70 years in Babel are completed, I will remember you. This is what it like from Yermiel. God says, I will remember you. And it says in Daniel, It says when the destruction of Yerushalayim, when it's fulfilled uh, 70 years. Okay, so what happened? Chashuv. There are 45 years of the Bukhanetzer. I mean, the Bukhanetzer ruled over Babel and he conquered Yerushalayim. So that's 45 years. The Esrim Butlat to Avil Morodach. And there are 23 years of Avil Morodach. And two of his own. So if you had a 45 and 23 and 2, Hashivim, I guess to 70. Okay, this is what Belshazzar uh, understood. So Apek Mane, the Beimaktasha, Vishtamash Behu. So he took out the Kalim of the Beit HaMikdash, uh, right in the very, like, uh, forward, uh, blatant way, and he used them. He used the Kalim of the Beit HaMikdash. And we're no longer afraid of the king of, uh, uh, the God of the Jews, and therefore we can take his, uh, we can take their uh, Kalim. From we know the ruled for forty-five years. Mars, it was stated as follows: Galu b'sheva, Galu b'shmona, Galu b'shmanasre, Galu b'chasre. Says they were they were exiled in seven, they were exiled in eight, they were exiled in eighteen, they were exiled in nineteen. What is going on here? So we'll explain. Galu b'sheva, they were the Jews were exiled in the seventh year. Likibush o yakim. Sorry. Uh, so that was uh, sorry the seventh year of the, after the uh, the kibush of Yehoiakim Yehoiakim who was the king in uh, in uh, uh, Yehuda there was the galut of Yehoiakim okay so that was seven years after that that was the eighth year of Yehoiakim okay galubish manasrei they were um, exiled in the eighteenth the kibush Yehoiakim that was again eighteenth uh, calculating from the uh, conqueror of Yehoiakim right the, the earlier stage that's when galut Tzidkiyahu that was when the, the exile of Tzidkiyahu Tzidkiyahu was the last stage. Uh, right, Galut Yoyakim was the initial stage of the Galut when all like the nobles and like the ruling class was exiled, and then uh, years later they had the Galut of Tzikiyahu who had taken over, and you have uh, you have the final Galut. She chastered the Milchanetzer. That was 19, the ninth year of Milchanetzer. Dama Mars. It was stated.
created. Shana Rishona Kibesh Ninveh. In this first year, he conquered Ninveh. Ninveh is the biggest Syrian city. Shnia Kibesh Oyakim. In the second year, he conquered Oyakim. Uchtiva Hibe Shoshim Vesheva Shana, the Galut Oyakin, a Melech Yuda, Vishnemasar Chodesh, Besim Chamishal Chodesh, Nasa Evil Murdach, Melech Babel, Vishat Malchuto, et Rosh Oyakin, Melech Yuda, Beoteo Tobi Beit Hakele. Okay, so it says along Pasuk here, it says that in the 37th year of the Galut of Yoyachin, the king of Yudah, in the 12th, uh, in the 12th month, and the 25th of the month, uh, Vilmerodach, the king of Babel, uh, took, picked up the head, meaning in this case he released Yoyachin, the king of Yudah, and brought him outside of the jail. So what you have here is Tmane Utlaten Vesheva. You have eight years initially. And then you have 37 years here that we're talking about. So Hare Arbim Vachamesh, Divudu Chanazar. So that's 45 years in Vuchanazar. You have that. Then you have Ashim Tata Vilmerodach. Uh, 23 years of Evel Muradach, the Gemara says, Gemara. That's Gemara, meaning that's a tradition that we have. Okay, so if you trust the tradition, then you'll trust the tradition. Vitarzi today, and he has, Achavarish has his own years, right? Because we're saying now it's not Shalosh Lemachon. So we said about Achavarish the Megillah, it was the third year of his reign. It means he has two years in his back pocket. Ha, Shibim. Okay, so that's 70 years. Now, uh, I'm sorry, that was Bashatar. Sorry, that's 23. So, um, so it says now, Amar, he says like this, Hashta Vade Tulamifrike. Uh, wait, did I mess this up? One second. Oh, sorry. No, 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 sorry, sorry, I apologize. Right, this, this is Achashverosh's calculation. So he's, he's got his own two years. Now it's not Shalosh. He says, now that I, I, I definitely made the calculation correct. So they're for sure not going to be redeemed at this point. If Mifrakeh means to be redeemed. Uh, so he also did the same move. He takes out the Kalim and the Bejmikdash. And he started to use those things. And this is what Daniel says to him. That on the master of the heavens, you sort of put your Above and for the ma'anaya, the ma'ne are the kalim of the house, right? Uh, you brought before yourself. Okay, Uchtiv, uh, it says also about him, Bay Belelia, Katil Belshazzar, Malka Kazdai. Uh, oh no, I got it right the first time, sorry. And it says that night, Belshazzar, the king of the Kazdians, meaning the Babylonians, was killed. Okay, Uchtiv, and it's written, Vidaryabesh, um, and the Yabesh, Mada'a, the Midi'in, right, Mamadai, Kibel, Malchuta. Kvar Shnin Shitin Vitartin. So he got the uh, the the Machut sixty two years. Anyway, okay. So I apologize. So I, I messed up a little bit. I, I, I said there's about Hashverosh. That was all. That was all the Belshazzar part. Okay, that was all the Belshazzar part. He made the whole calculation: the forty five years in Buchanetzar, the seven years, etc., etc., and it all adds up to uh, seventy years according to Belshazzar's claim. But it was the wrong. It was the wrong calculation. He messed things up. It wasn't any good. So Hashverosh says like this. Um, Amar, so Achashverosh says, Iu mitatai. He says, he made a mistake. I'm going to make a calculation and not make a mistake. Why? Does the Pasuk about the Jews' exile say to the kingdom of Babel? It says, It says about Babel. My libavel, what does it mean for Babel? Legalut Babel. It means for the, uh, the, uh, what's it called? The exile of Babel. Meaning that our calculation before was that the seventh year, the eighth year, eighteenth year, nineteenth year, right? That was all based on like, sort of like when Nebuchadnezzar's reign started. We were counting like 45 years of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Why would we count the 70 years from the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar's reign? That has nothing to do with us. So, it, so that's what the Achishverosh is saying. It doesn't make any sense. You should be counting from the Galut. So therefore, Kama B'tziran, how many are left out? Tamani, there's eight years. We said, remember we said, the eighth year, that's when they were exiled. And therefore, you got to knock eight years, maybe it's the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar, so you got to knock out eight years from Nebuchadnezzar's uh, calculation. So instead of being at 70, they were really at 62 at that point. So Chashiv uh, so you had to calculate in place of them the following. 
Chada de Belshazzar, one extra year of Belshazzar, the Chamesh de Daryavish, the Koresh, and five years of Daryavish and Koresh, the Tarti Didei, and then he got two of his own years as well. So one plus five plus two, that is also seven. And that's Hashivin, and that gets you to the point of 70 years. Okay, so basically, again, just to repeat, so he said that Belshazzar made a calculation of 70 years based on all these different things, but he made one big calculation mistake was that he said that we'll count the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. We saw that Nebuchadnezzar exiled Jews in his eighth year, so Achishverish finds eight more years later, and that's how he realizes that. So, so once he saw that 70 years had passed and they hadn't been redeemed, the Jews hadn't been freed, Amr says as follows, so, they're, so therefore he does the exact same thing, right? So they're not going to be exiled, they're not going to be freed anymore. Okay, so he also took out the, the, the Kalim and the and he began to use them. This is the famous, uh, the famous Midrash that the Rebbe says, uh, it says of the Kalim, the Kalim Shonim, right? They used different Kalim, but they used the Kalim of the Beit Mikdash at the big party. Now, Satan Vashti. So the Satan came and sort of quote unquote danced among them and killed off Vashti. Now again, that means Satan literally killed Vashti. It means that it created the scenario where Achashverosh ended up killing Vashti. What are you talking about? I understand what was wrong with Achashverosh's calculation. Shaper means it's good. His calculation was good. So if his calculation was good, but he, he didn't do anything wrong. Where says, no, Iunami Mitatai. No, he also made a mistake. Why? He should have really counted from the destruction of Yerushalayim, not just the, the Galut of Babel, but from the, uh, the destruction of Yerushalayim, which happened later. But still, the Gemara says, so, so, comma, b'sirah, how, much is, how much is left out if you go from the destruction of Yerushalayim? Meaning, remember we said there's two, two stages of the Galut. There's the Galut of Yoakim and the Galut of Sikiel. So Galut of Yoakim was 11 years earlier. So that's how much is left right now. So it says again, uh, there's 11, 11 years left out. So Kama uh, Malach, how many years did he uh, rule? Arbesar. Uh, okay, so Gemara says, great. Barbezer did they buy a little bit of the Mikdash. So he should have built a bit of Mikdash in the 14th year of his own reign. So Alam Baktiv, so I to say, Badin Betilat Avedet Beit Allah de Birushalayim. So uh, what's it called? Why does it say, I'm going to give you a good translation there. Um, why does, it, why does it say, uh, that then the work of the house of God, which is in Jerusalem, ceased? Meaning that it wasn't built in his time at all. That was the idea. The Gemara says, Amorava shanim mukutaot havu. They were like cut off years, is what he's saying. Uh, what do you mean cut off years? So we'll explain this now, and then we'll continue with the tomorrow. Cut off years meaning as follows, that... Um, uh, when they calculated the year of a king, Rashi explains this, so they often say once you have one month of rule in a particular year, so we give you credit as if you ruled the entire year. So when you have different kings whose rules like overlap within a calendar year, so say, oh, this guy ruled for eight years, this guy ruled for eight years, but really they say there's only 15 years there because the last year of this guy and the first year of this guy were partial years, and that's where he made the mistake, and that's where the mistake comes. Anyway, so we'll continue with that calculation tomorrow. The point is that, again, Achashverosh was trying to calculate when the Jews were, sort of like were, uh, were hopeless and weren't going to be rescued anymore, and he also uh, made this fatal mistake. Okay, we'll pause here. Shkoloch, everybody.